0: LDN 2017 conference held in Portland, Oregon, 22nd to the 24th of September was a huge success, and the feedback has been excellent. If you weren't able to join us, you can purchase the three-day livestream recordings for just $80, or the three days plus 15 and a half hours of recorded presentations, including all the PowerPoints, for $365. All recordings are available for 12 months. CE credits are available for NDs only. For full information, go to www.ldn2017.com. This show is sponsored by our members who made donations. We'd like to give them a very big thank you. We have to cover the monthly costs of the radio station's software, bandwidth, phone lines and phone calls to be able to continue with the radio show. And thank you for listening. Today my guest is Katie from the United States who's been using LDN for about two years now. Thank you for joining us, Katie.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Could you tell our listeners for what conditions you use LDN for?
1: Primarily, I take it for fibromyalgia. I do have some other autoimmune conditions, but it was first introduced to me because of fibromyalgia.
0: Okay. So what other conditions has it it helped with?
1: Um, it's hard to say because I developed other conditions after taking it. Mm-hmm. Um, primarily we, my doctor and I, we look at my blood work every three to six months and we're looking at the inflammation markers and they've been consistently decreasing so that's really how we're measuring progress and also just my quality of life's improved. I rarely have to take opioids. Uh, so that's that's kind of how we're measuring it as far as pain goes and just overall, too, trying to boost my immune system.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: there's no way to really measure that, um, as far, other than, you know, my blood work.
0: Okay, so you've been taking LDN for about two years for fibromyalgia. So how long was it before you heard about LDN that you had fibromyalgia? When were you diagnosed? How long ago was that?
1: I was diagnosed in about May 2014. Mm-hmm. And I went to a rheumatologist in New York City who first talked about Lodos naltrexone. And he said it was kind of controversial. I wasn't sure what that meant. Mm -hmm. I, I thought it meant that there'd be side effects, but he didn't explain or elaborate. And it seemed that he was hesitant to prescribe it and wanted to try a slew of other medications before trying that, Mm -hmm. and unfortunately, I left New York City to come uh, to where I live now in Buffalo, New York, and so I was no longer treating with that doctor, and then it was very hard while I was in Buffalo to find a doctor who'd ever heard of it or who would have been willing to prescribe it, but I finally found someone about two years ago Um, and it was the first thing she brought up Mm
0: -hmm.
1: without hesitation. So that was
0: good. Wow. Um, before you started LDN, what would you have said on a score of one to 10, 10 being the best, like your quality of life was like? Uh,
1: um. It was pretty poor. Um, I, it's hard to measure that on a scale, but it, I guess I would say a four. I had lost several jobs every time I would attempt to work. I would sustain it for about three months, and I would just collapse. I'd have weakness in my legs. I wasn't able to take care of myself that well as far as, uh, grocery shopping, making food, uh, just showering was very exhausting. Um, I wasn't able to really do much too, because in New York city, I had to primarily walk to get everywhere. And I really, I really couldn't. Um, so it, it, Dramatically changed my life as far as sleep and pain go and just a lot gave me space to probably heal a little bit so I could do more.
0: Okay. And when you first started, did you notice any introductory side effects? I had no side effects. Mm -hmm. And how long did it take before you started to feel benefits?
1: You know, it's not, it's not like a dramatic, noticeable thing to me. It's not like taking Advil and then your headache goes away. I think it kind of just happened for me slowly under the radar where I was just like, wow, I guess I'm better than last month. Mm. And then when I saw the blood work, that was, you know, exciting to see that there was some change, um, I think it just kind of happened gradually and slowly for me, it felt. I wasn't um, an immediate thing. And one time I wasn't able to fulfill uh, or refill my prescription and the pain came back. And then I was like, wow, this medication is really working (laughs) because it is so gradual. I kind of wondered, you know, is this doing anything? What is happening? And then going a few weeks without it, I really, really noticed. It reminded me of the severity of pain I used to have. Mm
0: -hmm. So what would you say your quality of life is like now?
1: Uh, It's a lot better. I'm not able to work, but I'm not suffering. And I think for me... When I first got sick, the goal was to get back to work. That's all I wanted to do and be the old me. But I think now the goal is just to not suffer
0: mm-hmm. and
1: to be able to engage as many things as I can on a daily basis, whatever they may be, uh, grocery shopping, cooking, you know, interacting and socializing with friends and family. And I'm able to do that on a more consistent basis. Than ever before awesome. so that's very encouraging
0: mm-hmm. and would you say you're still improving or would you say you've you know stabilized now
1: i'm still improving definitely i am making changes all the time with also lifestyles like diet and exercise um I'm just, I feel like I'm constantly experimenting on myself to find this perfect equation of everything just so so that I can live my optimal life. And for me, it's, it's different for everyone. So I'll try a little bit of this approach or a little of that approach and just, I'm not fully there yet.
0: Mm-hmm. And what would you say to other people who have fibromyalgia who are thinking of trying LDN? Um,
1: I would say it's worth trying primarily because there's no side effects. And I think for other people who have fibromyalgia, there can be chemical sensitivities or sensitivities to medications. And it's really nice to take a medication that has very minimal side effects. And half of the other medications that they are offering, people with fibromyalgia, they aren't really resolving the problem. So like SSRIs or anti-seizure medications, they don't really get rid of the pain, and there's tons of side effects. So there really hasn't been a good alternative to opioids. And you can't really take opioids consistently because that also will increase your pain. So taking low is something that you can take for a long period of time without side effects. And I would just encourage people, if their doctor's never heard of it, um, to find someone who has, uh, to, to research it to talk about it with their doctors. I mean, I'd asked a couple of doctors pri- previously before I'd met the doctor I'm with now, and they weren't that interested in hearing about it or talking about it. So I, I was at a point where I was willing to go back to New York City to the doctor who had previously recommended it just to get it because I was, I was all out of options. I tried every other medication that was on the market for my condition. And I had suffered greatly from those medications. Uh, It actually made my situation much worse. So I was willing to travel a far distance just to get low-dose naltrexone Mm -hmm. and give it a try. And what
0: dose did you start on? 4.5 milligrams. Really? So you started on a high dose um, initially. And is that the dose you're still on today? Yeah. Okay. It's I mean only been on 4.5. Mm,
1: um, you know what? Mm-hmm. I may not recall exactly. There may have been like a little bump up, but for as long as I can really remember, it's been the same prescription.
0: Okay. Because most people, as you probably know, with fibromyalgia or chronic fatigue are ultra sensitive to drugs including LDN and some of them can't start any higher than just 0.5 milligrams and have to work up very slowly so it's quite amazing that you managed to take such a high dose (laughs) to start with and didn't have any um, side effects so you did really well there.
1: Yeah for me it was it was okay I i heard that initially I may have some sleep difficulties, but I, I didn't. Um, so I guess I just lucked out.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Really do appreciate it, Katie. And I'm sure people with fibromyalgia will find it very interesting having heard your story.
1: Yeah, I hope it can help some people.
0: Thank you. Thank you. The LDN 2017 conference held in Portland, Oregon, 22nd to the 24th of September, was a huge success and the feedback has been excellent. If you are not able to join us, you can purchase the three day live stream recordings for just $80 or the three days plus 15 and a half hours of recorded presentations, including all the PowerPoints for $365. All recordings are available for 12 months. CE credits are available for NDs only. For full information, go to www.ldn2017.com.
2: So happy to be here. It's our second year here. The information gets better and better every year.
0: Yes, and we've found that the conference has been wonderful to be surrounded by these thought-provokers and we're taking information home that we could immediately implement on Monday. It brings us into the future, into a very helpful therapy for Lyme disease and other infections, inflammation. I'm such an incredibly diverse range of scientists from all the different professions. They're all focused on one thing, which is uh, helping LDN help the maximum number of people possible. Phenomenal doctors, um, giving some tremendous speeches. Uh, It's my first year at the LDN conference. It's fantastic, and we're definitely going to be back again next year.
1: Great conference, learned so much, really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, so far, day
2: one, um, it's amazing. Number one, the networking. Uh, Meeting people that are like-minded and really wanting wanting to learn. So it's extremely interesting and clinically useful that you can get down to using LDN and other immune-modulating treatments for so many illnesses. And I guarantee it will be clinically useful in your practice. It's exciting to be here interacting with people like-minded, open-minded, and what I call big
0: brains. So they are fun to deal with. What I found really interesting about the conference is the interest in the actual scientific principles of some of the conditions which respond to low-dose naltrexone.
1: So there's some people here who are just incredible in their field um, helping with pain autoimmunity and they've personally helped me a lot so that's why i'm excited to be here
0: i feel that this conference has given me confidence in writing more the ldn with more guidance from thought leaders and i flew all the way out to portland to come to this ldn conference and it has just been great and so it's just really fun to be around peers and colleagues and patients doing it The LDN 2017 conference held in Portland, Oregon, 22nd to the 24th of September, was a huge success and the feedback has been excellent. If you aren't able to join us, you can purchase the three day live stream recordings for just $80, or the three days plus 15 and a half hours of recorded presentations, including all the PowerPoints, for $365. All recordings are available for twelve months. CE credits are available for NDS only. For full information, go to www.ldn2017.com. Today, my guest is Robin from the United States, who uses LDM for fibromyalgia. Thank you for joining us today, Robin. Thank you for having me, Linda. So could you tell us, when did you first experience the pain of your fibromyalgia?
2: It was approximately 2000.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: You know, about somewhere between 1997 and 2000. A little hazy for me because it was so foreign and scary. Um, and I certainly was not diagnosed with it because nobody knew what it was
0: here. Mm -hmm. So how long did you put up with the symptoms before you were diagnosed? Almost, I would say, 14 to 15 years. Goodness, that is a long time. Very long time. Mm. So what were you experiencing in those 14 years? Oh, I don't want (laughs) to, the list is
2: very, very long. Um, My fibro symptoms, um, I had been a competitive athlete, uh, an adult athlete. I was a figure skater as a child, and I had been skating uh, with goals in two weeks after I had been on the ice and had accomplished a great deal in a test and was going into competition, I thought I had the flu. And uh, that was, as I say, approximately 2,000 thereabouts. My first symptoms after being a perfectly healthy athlete were excruciating pain that felt as if my tendons were being torn apart from head to toe. Uh, Fuzzy thinking that I couldn't think straight. Um, Pain on a level, as doctors say, is at 1 to 10. It was a 500. And uh, I just couldn't stop crying. I was very, very depressed and anxious. And um, I had the restless leg syndrome, only I didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. And uh, severe stomach problems. But the pain was the predominant uh, factor with
0: me. Okay. So how did you get your diagnosis after such a long time?
2: Well, I saw 33 doctors, many of them who had good intentions. I was put on... uh, so many different regimens Uh, early on in treatment when they had never heard of fibromyalgia they put me in a psychiatric hospital after doing all the blood work and the x-rays and there was no pathology and so they assumed that it was depression and I was depressed Uh, as many people who have chronic pain and their lives their quality of life goes downhill um, I, I was just very, very, very depressed. So they put me in a hospital, gave me ECT. Now I'm forgetting the question that you asked me, <laughs> which so, was, when was my diagnosis?
0: Well, while you in the psychiatric hospital, what treatment did you have in there?
2: Electric shock treatment, 10 rounds inpatient and 10 rounds outpatient because they assumed all my pain and all my ill feelings were psychiatric.
0: And what were their thoughts when you'd had all this treatment and the pain was still there?
2: They really didn't give me any direction other than you need to see a psychiatrist go on an antidepressant, which I did, um... I was on just about every group of antidepressants known to mankind. Um, side effects were almost, made everything worse for me. Then I was put on all the standard fibro drugs, Lyrica, later on with Civella, um tricyclic drugs, um, every imaginable, MAO inhibitors. I was put on every psychiatric drug that I've ever heard of. None of them helped, and they made everything worse.
0: Oh, dear. And how did you hear about LDN?
2: Well, um, after going through the medical system of 33 doctors and every possible treatment, uh, I had cortisone injections. um, uh, I went uh, to... uh, every imaginable psychologist and therapist and talked about, you know, things that had taken place in my childhood, which were very, very traumatic and explored the psychiatric aspect of things. Um, and really didn't come up with anything. After that, they put me on opioids. They ended up putting me on fourth stage cancer drugs. Um, um, I became so ill from the opioids and my stomach stopped functioning. And that is something I'm still trying to get back. Um, I stopped the opioids about, I guess, four or five years ago because I realized I did not want to live like that. They even put me on fentanyl, which is, I did not know what that was in addition to OxyContin, And they were sending it to my house. Mm -hmm. And I got to the point where I felt suicidal and it was not managing the pain.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, At that time, I was also having all kinds of gynecological and stomach problems. And uh, I was put on uh, what they call bioidentical hormones and ended up at a compound pharmacy. And that's when I became uh, someone who started to hear about LDN, which is within the last three to five
0: years. Okay. So when you first started LDN, if you had to, prior to starting, uh, grade your quality of life on a score to one to ten and ten being the best, what would it have been at that time?
2: I would say at most a five because I was really being guided strictly by a pharmacist um, at the compound pharmacy. I did not have a doctor. Mm -hmm. He sent me to a doctor who gave me a prescription but was not knowledgeable. So I was being guided strictly by a pharmacist at that time.
0: Okay. So once you started LDN... um... Did you suffer any side effects initially?
2: I thought I did. Um, I, you know, I didn't have the sleeping problems which many people. I mean, I don't have good sleep as many fibros people don't, but it's better. But I thought things got a bit worse. Um, I, the guidance that I was receiving, I'm very grateful for, but. Uh, and I was going up very slowly. I started at 0.5. But it just, I, I didn't get, you know, if you say, I would say a five, a four or a five was about the best result. And uh, my stomach problems got much, much, much worse.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: I was then told to go on um, cream. So it would not go through my stomach, LDN. And that was a waste of two years. Um, It did not work for me. Um, I changed compound pharmacies uh, about a year ago. And I was told by that pharmacist, and at that time I finally found a qualified LDN doctor, And between the doctor and the pharmacist, they said, do not use the cream. Um, Start over again. Give yourself a little holiday. Start over again at 0.5. And uh, I'm at 4.0 starting next week. And I would say the improvement is at least an 8.
0: Wow. That's uh, really good, isn't it? So how are you feeling in yourself, Robin?
2: Well, as far as the fibro goes, this is nothing less than a miracle for me. Um, I'm not proud of it, but I became, I was very isolated as many people get when their quality of life goes down and they have chronic pain. And I didn't have anyone because who wants to hear about anyone's Mm. pain and health problems. And, um, I, my memory's going again. Um, I just, uh, I just. It took me a long time to start getting out of the house and realizing that, in addition to LDN, I had to make lifestyle changes, Mm -hmm. which I have, and they were just as important in some ways as the LDN.
0: Yes, definitely. So you are feeling now that you're able to live life better than before?
2: In terms of my fibromyalgia, um, it's night and day. Um, In terms of my stomach, I now also have a GI person. I've listened to your Dr. Weinstock many times. He's a very wise man. And I found an excellent GI, GI man because I understand that I'm not the only person with fibro who has IBS and stomach issues. Mm-hmm. And even though the fibro got better, um, once I you know, got on the LDN and certainly got rid of all the opiates, I will never take those again, um, I started having huge, huge GI issues and i very recently went to a gi doctor who's knowledgeable about ldn and he found me a drug from canada that is nothing less than a miracle that's gotten my stomach to work again
1: wow um,
2: i do believe that the opiates that i was given uh really really caused a lot of damage to my stomach mm-hmm. um I can't blame it all on the doctors because I agreed to it. I mean, all of these treatments I did agree to, and I do have some guilt about it, but desperate people do desperate things.
0: They certainly do. Well, we've come to the end of our time, and it was really interesting hearing your story, Robin, and let's hope, fingers crossed, that now you've got the fibromyalgia under control, that you can have your... Um, bowels and stomach and everything else working fine too.
2: Thank you, and I think the most important thing for me is that I have so much hope and so much gratitude because I never thought that I would get my life back ever. Thank you. Thank you.
0: This show is sponsored by our members who made donations. We'd like to give them a very big thank you. We have to cover the monthly costs of the radio station's software, bandwidth, phone lines and phone calls to be able to continue with the radio show. And thank you for listening.